Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. from Erica Badu was really underrated like I kind of liked how it was all connected to like communication mm-hmm. and to the bees and all that shit it was very cool yeah I mean shout out to the people who really have something to say <laughs> in yeah. their in their songs you know like when the messages are really like yeah hitting yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was yeah exactly what happened one of them that. ones for sure one of them ones one of them ones how you doing bud Oh, you know, I'm I'm hanging in there, boy. We are we are on our way to summer. LA, give us some sun. I don't know what you think you're doing right now, but it's crazy. It's crazy how you're acting. So I heard it's been super foggy please and Please let us get it back. We we need it back. But I know it's a lot of like science stuff that I'm just not even going to try to explain cuz I don't know what the fuck is going on, but it's a lot of overcast <laughs> right now and they say that it's going to be a hot summer with all oh, wow. the cloudiness and gloom that we've been having over here. And people, you know, of course, are like calling it June gloom, except we've had like March gloom, April May, gloom, June. May. <laughs> May gloom, <laughs> June. Like people are literally feeling it, you know? So yeah, that was kind of like our bread and butter. What can I brag about now? Nothing, yeah, you know? the so weather, just right. sort of like... <laughs> That's funny. I'm quiet as hell. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but how are you doing, friend? I honestly feel like I'm going through my own personal Mercury retrograde right now. Like, I don't know. It's been over since May, but, like, something is happening with me. Like, I busted my fucking tire on my curb right outside my house, uh-huh. literally. And so that was, you know, about $300 worth of shit that I didn't expect to have to do buying a new tire and so on right, that right. was really annoying yeah um and what else happened something else happened and I was like what the fuck is going on like it's been a lot of little things you know what I mean mm-hmm. like little annoyances like you know I broke a pair of sunglasses and like you know just like things like that I'm just like what the fuck right is going on and then on top of that I just have to mention my dreams. My dreams have been off the fucking chain recently. And I thought that it was because I was taking melatonin like before I go to bed, but I haven't taken melatonin for the past two nights and my shit is still going like, up, going up. Like <laughs> the yeah. most recent dream I woke up and had to text a nigga. I woke up and had to text Chanel. It was about, it, it was for some reason it was about Chanel. You were there and I'm assuming Dominique was there, mm-hmm. but like, I just didn't see her. Um, it was a birthday trip for Chanel. And then, you know how, like, y- you've experienced this with Chanel, like, when she kind of gets, like, mean 
you know, like may like you know she'll get like real matter of fact, like I'm not doing blah blah blah, whatever. Mm-hmm. She wanted me to leave her birthday trip because she said that I wasn't being a good friend to her and that I smoked too much. Oh, and I was like, well, Shayna, <laughs> not well, Shayna. Uh-uh. Leave me. I said, I said, well, Shayna, and then she, she was just not going for it. Like no matter what I said back to her, she was like, no, no, no. Like I just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to have fun. Like I'm just trying to live life and like not have you here, or whatever. So like I was on the verge of a breakdown, like right when I woke up, and I woke up and had to text that bitch and was like, we got beef. Like, yo, I'm weak. Let y'all. And then I was really about to text you and be like, so you wasn't even going to stand up y'all, for me. Y'all, Sydney really be out here having dreams and coming back to the real world confronting niggas i'm not even kidding she did it to me already okay she was like yeah i had a dream that it was something like you were saying like we weren't really friends like you never really liked me what's that about hold on (laughs) i'm feeling hella scared like wait what did i (laughs) really felt like i had to defend myself y'all so just know if you pop up in sydney's dreams and it's about some shit she is yeah i'm gonna have to confront you and see what's going on right because she's like there has to be something more here let me get let me get to the bottom of this (laughs) chanel was basically just like oh my god that's so weird She was like, I don't care that you smoke. <laughs> Just That's to confirm. so funny. Yeah. Just to confirm. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy because our like subconscious mind and stuff like you probably been you know having thoughts about that yourself that somehow right. it just and it's just projected manifested into... in another friend or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Dreams are really crazy, and the and the me- the th- shit that they be trying to communicate to us like sometimes it it really is nonsense and just like a fun fiction, but sometimes it really is like powerful. Shit. Like you said, yeah. Like your subconscious connecting to you like, you gotta pay things. attention to right. it. Right. Right. So yeah. yeah, I've just been, I've just been also hanging on, you know, for dear life and just going th- right in the wave. That's all I not hanging on child. What? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, you don't understand. Like sometimes this is like, this could be, this is my first time even getting an update on what Cindy's been up to the past week or so. So it's just like hanging on. What? What is going on? Is it just all the changes that's going on right now? It's all the changes. Yes, it's all the changes and just getting prepared and really like getting locked in. You know, now that I have, I'm not ready to announce just yet, but now that I have like some concrete dates and stuff like that, like I'm just, you know, I think I'm just. Like, I, I don't feel overwhelmed, thank God, because I don't want to have that kind of overwhelmed feeling. But I do feel that, like, things are changing, you know what I mean? And so that is kind of, I think, impacting me a little bit. Do you have, like, that little anxious, those anxious butterflies? Honestly, I have more excited feeling than anxiety, which is also a blessing. Yeah, that um, is. I just still have so much to do and I'm aware of that. Like I have a, I have, my home is still full of things. So, (laughs) I mean, after all you did live in a house, you know, so it's, it's completely different. It's a lot that you gotta, you know, purge and yeah. Right. And do something with. So that's kind of what I'm thinking about, but still super excited for the future. And, you know, I know that this season will pass of, just the weirdness but um 
you know, I'm I'm excited overall. So that's good. Yeah. All right. Well, it's still Gemini season. It is. It is. And I have a nice happy birthday. birthday. Wait, happy birthday to Sarah. Sarah listens to the show all the time. Happy birthday. Uh, boo. Happy birthday. We love you. Can't wait to turn up tonight. You know, turn up, turn up. Very excited. And um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So icebreaker. What's the most embarrassing fashion trend you participated in when you were younger? Um, probably those belts, those really wide belts that we were wearing, like the circles. Yeah. Around our waist on every dress or like even sometimes with jeans. Like I remember I had this woven belt Mm -hmm. that had like (laughs) (laughs) this shit was like tan and I would wear it with these, um, these jeans that were like flares but they had the you know how like jeans have different washes yeah this one had kind of like that yellow wash you know what i'm talking oh, about okay yeah so that was when the, the worn belt. that was when the yes. worn look started to come out boy yes. our parents hated that shit but yes, yes they did and also a, uh, a trend that had me in a chokehold was the dusters the that duster was jacket like middle school yes middle school era i was wrapped up in the dusters like mm-hmm. i thought that that was just so fashion forward i love the dusters <laughs> the truth is we were wearing our parents clothes you know in one way or another because i recall having a leather trench coat double breasted oh with the yeah, slit in the back. Your, oh, that was out of your mama's closet. At the tender age, you know, of, of 12, right, probably. 15, 14, you know, going to high school with my leather trench. Like, what? I you know, that's say, because you were tall, too, right? Yeah. You, yeah, right. I feel like. I saw, you know, that meme where it was like when you was a plus size kid and you was shopping at like Avenue dressing business casual. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy because it's like even that wasn't my worst or embarrassing trend, though. I think that the colors like I am still to this day a color girl. Like I just love colors. And a lot of times like you look at my closet, you won't really find a lot of practical things like there's just things everywhere and sometimes it's an item for an item like nothing else can be worn with it unless I buy more stuff around that anyway right just back in the day though I just felt like the colors were like out of control you know like I recall this (laughs) one day one particular day you know every year it was a big thing for us high schoolers to go to New Rock City very mixy event and it's just like a movie theater arcade all these things and like all the high schoolers would go over there and it was for Easter so like you know you coming out I had these yellow leggings then I had a gray hoodie from H&M that was like a gray hoodie dress that was short sleeve but then a tutu at the bottom of the hoodie oh my god with the yellow leggings but then the gray (laughs) hoodie had colorful alphabets all over it yellow green red blah 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 then I had 
color hair. I had braids that were like orange and blonde. Oh my gosh. The braids at that moment for that time, I felt like I was killing it. Like I was doing all these cool little like roll, like Janelle Monet type styles. For my age, I was pretty good because look at what that came. No, you've always had the hair on lock. But it was, you know, but just thinking about that now, like orange and blonde hair were all them colors. And then I had nerve, my main bag had nerve to be this purple fabric bag oh from h&m that was like huge very flimsy but huge and ev- all of my friends were putting we their- love those boho bags right all of my friends were putting their shit in there that day like christina decided it was a good idea to come with a full coat on easter yeah, so during spring that shit in your bag bro everybody was putting their shit in my bag then she came like shayna let me i'm like nah <laughs> you you are bugging like right. not this full coat but yeah right just a lot of color i mean i even got carrie to get her braids in red. She went home to her mom and her mom said, girl, go go back to that hair salon and get the black. Oh, damn. Got to get your hair totally She redone. literally got it redone, you know? So, yeah, I was, a, I was a color girl. And it's really, for me, thinking back on it, it was giving clown. Like, I... Yeah, that's what it... I mean, what you just described was certainly clownish. Yeah, you know? very clownish. Like, now I... What shoes did you have on? I wish I remembered. I don't. Damn. But it was definitely some type of sneaker. I just don't remember yeah. what it was. And Could it have been a Converse or something? Were you wearing Converse back then? I don't think I was, no. Oh, uh, yeah. I wasn't either. I feel like I didn't get on Converse until college, really. Yeah. But it was just... Now, I still am a colorful girl, but the colors make more sense. They tell a story, you know, and they, they yeah. go together. But back then, I was just wearing whatever my heart desired and... We were, there was an era where we were putting leggings on under every single dress, every single skirt, every single, that was kind of crazy too though. And honestly. like yellow? Why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> me, older me to little me, like why Shayna? Why'd you yeah, do that? Yeah, yellow. <laughs> Are you going to let your kid do whatever they want when it comes to fashion? No, I oh, do feel God. like. I think I have to. The expression is really key. It's yeah. so important. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like their one little space where they get to like express themselves as long as they're not out here trying to like, you know, when they get to high school and start trying to put on them little short skirts and like yeah, have a little cleaver out. out. Ass, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I look at my niece and my sister has really let her do whatever kind of. Yeah. And, you know, some have been hits and some have not. But that's part of it. That's I guess. part of it to find your yeah. way. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, but yeah. That was a good one. Oh, I love memory lane. It's so sad that once you get like, you know, 30 some years down the road, it's just like the memories start becoming so much more valuable. So much more valuable. You literally sitting there with a damn smile on your face for minutes, minutes at a time. Think about that time, boy. It's crazy. (laughs) Crazy. Like, can't believe it. But yeah. So, I mean, you know, that was great, though. Sign up. We're here. The sign up. So yeah, for Gemini season, we're just going to do a quick recap of how it's been so far. And I just figure a topic that could be cool for us to just talk about in general is Gemini's and like their knack for different things. Like the interest and hobbies are so far and wide that I thought we could, you know, yeah, definitely creative. That's a big word for like the Gemini. So I I, I think that we could, you know, spend some time talking about that as it relates to 
the Geminis we know, and even shit ourselves with the you know rising in the moon, like Gemini moon, right? We're here, Gemini so rising, yeah. yeah. But starting off, like, how's the season been so far? I think you kind of gave me a idea. Yeah, it's it. been a little wonky. It's been right. a little wonky. But as far as my mood goes, like, I haven't really been feeling like you know depressed or anything. So I think that that's like something to note too. Is like even though I've been kind of like dealing with some weird shit and like some inconvenient things I have really still been able to kind of like remain like positive Mm -hmm. you know what I mean which is something that I'm working on in general but I've definitely noticed that like I haven't just been feeling that you know sometimes you just have those feelings of feeling so discouraged like oh everything is against me or like nothing is going my way like what the hope that hopelessness yeah that hopelessness it comes sometimes and like I haven't really been experiencing that so that's really good you know Um, I have to say that's the benefits of therapy look at you you know you've got your you know you've got your protective factors like strengthened they're up no it's so true because actually in my therapy session just yesterday, we were going over that and about how like my therapist has really been spending some time recently kind of like reminding me and reaffirming me that I have tools. So I yeah. think that I've been, maybe I've been putting my tools into practice this Gemini season, which is Yeah. Been, and that's um, important. Yeah. Very helpful. Yeah. Um, so tell me about yours. I really feel like in some ways it's been an out of body experience, like so much just going on that I've just been watching myself you know Mm. do all the things like this week has been crazy specifically because I'm closing out the semester next week is the last week of the semester and I didn't want to go into next week like having anything to do because I just don't like that feeling of um last day jitters where you're like doing a hundred million things so I was like let me get everything done I like knocked out three papers last week like you know the week that just passed and um yeah, like did that still maintaining the uh working out. I'm like trying to stay focused on that. It was crazy though cuz the beginning of the week, I don't know, like the workouts was just not like hitting. I wasn't really putting my all into it and I couldn't figure out why. I'm like is it my diet? Is it my just attitude and mood? I don't know. But anyway, yeah. I ended the week off like with a bang. Like it got better as the days progressed. And, Do you um, think that maybe your endurance is that increasing? too? And I hate, I hate to admit it. Cause you know, I was feeling yeah. good about where I'm at and I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bitter now that you asking me to step it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> you really want me to be hurt, you know? So yeah, it's like, right. it's crazy. There's, it. there's certain moments where I realize I'm gliding through the, uh, you know, speed limits. I, I started with, where it's like, wow, I'm like really gliding through and I happen to still be burning like fat. But there's other moments where I'm just like struggling and it's the same mm. speed, you know? And I don't know, I really feel like part of that is the mind. Like if your mind ain't right for the day, it's just not happening. Like I even started like more like positive self-talk. There was one day when I was in the bathroom <laughs> before the workout and there was this like music playing in the background and I just got this like really sultry voice going and I was like hey you yeah you oh my gosh get out there and fuck it up yeah and I was like I said something like just remember your mind is the most powerful tool your body 
is a vessel. I literally was saying this and my wow. it, it was just like going off because the music was like this house music in the background and I was just like feeling it. And I went out there and I really, really gave it my all. That was like super cool. I, I never really did that, but something in me just was like, I got to talk to myself and, and it worked. So you do though. That is so yeah, good. It I really love helped. that. Yeah. So you let know. me talk to myself because I still really be talking <laughs> bad to myself. Like sometimes, in, right, you right, know, in my head, like yeah. not out loud, but like definitely need to start talking out loud a little bit. Right. It really just goes back to the tools you said. You know, like yeah. really going into that toolbox and utilizing certain things at times of, you know busy periods distress everything so yeah it's been it's been good considering you know yeah right right so right. yeah shout out to the gemini's to um <clears throat> northwest her damn daddy um <laughs> <laughs> that meme y'all said yesterday in the thing. <laughs> Speaking of Gemini's, their creativity and how. Just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were gonna talk about various that. they are. This nigga, you know. I mean, yeah, he really just be wanting to express something, and I, I don't know what it is, but he's <laughs> constantly trying to express it, whatever it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Northwest. <clears throat> I have to say, Northwest is really really funny and really like creative in her own right like I still watch the Kardashians I'm not ashamed to say it mm -hmm. and um she was on one of the recent episodes doing um special effects makeup on her mom because that's like one of her hobbies mm. and she made her mom look like this like haggard old lady like a witch you know did this really crazy makeup or whatever and they were going around the house scaring the little kids like you know this is north's new art teacher or whatever that's what they were saying she was mm -hmm. and north is just so creative and funny the fact that she's even in the special effects make makeup she comes up with these characters you know mm -hmm. she's pranking her her siblings which right. i think is just really funny um i just think she has such a bright future ahead because mm. she's obviously just got so many ideas right. at age you know this was filmed at age nine she yeah. just turned 10 but um yeah i just find her so interesting and i'm glad that kim is such a um fame whore that we are allowed to see this child right um, right it kind of works to our benefit i hope that they are you know of course keeping her safe of course yeah but, you know I'm, I'm glad that we get to see the glimpse of kanye's child i mean it's next level too because to be able to have the parents that you have means that whatever fucking ideas that run through your gemini brain they're they're gonna get done you know they're like, gonna get done they're gonna get done so you get yes. to live out your real gemini dreams like that's when yeah. you can wow, like just wow that is such a good point yeah you know literally because they have so much that they want right. to do that it's like kim is even down with for the, it even with the special effects makeup it was like a scene where scott disick was over and north pulls out her drawer that has all these different like prosthetics and stuff like that and he's like where did y'all get all this and kim was like oh we went to like the real special effects makeup store and it's like at nine this is what yeah, she has access like, to you can just go to the real place where real like you know professionals get all their equipment and stuff like at age nine and just play around with it right. you know like that to me is incredible and that's a really good perspective yeah she'll be able to to see all of her dreams to fruition so yeah Shout out to Northwest and shout out to all the creative ass Gemini's that are just 
you know, either like really smart, really like visionary type mm-hmm. people or genuinely like hand, yeah. hand to canvas, like right. creative minds. Even when y'all it, really got that in the bag. Yeah. Even when it comes to communication with them, like depending on who you're around, like certain Gemini's, the ones that like, you know, are the talkers, they have this like captivating energy to them that you like, you yeah. want to be in the room with them because you're curious to hear what they're going to say. Like even our last guest, Derek, like I love being around him yeah. because he's just like everything he says. I'm like hanging on every right. word. I'm almost. weak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shout out to Derek. He got on this show. He killed it. He was just so yeah. natural, like natural. to just yeah. blend in to the whole like program. Like that, that was great. So yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, do you have any Gemini like, people that you are close with gemini people that i'm close with nobody on the la side no one on the la side i mean i could just i really just have one person in mind as it relates to her interests and how like you know they're so there's a couple things that she wants to do. So it's always, yeah. and I, I see how, you know, sometimes it's like a challenge to even make a decision too, you know, like mm-hmm. there's that downside too, to having all these great ideas is that you might not, you might be so overwhelmed that you probably will not make a decision. So yeah, that's right, right, right. something to keep in mind too, for the gym Gemini's out there. Um, I also have to say, I think it's funny that half of um, Pride is Gemini season because somehow those things go together. Like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like like some of the um, the girlies, you know, the drag queens and yeah. the Vogue battle dancers and this and that. Like, that's creative as fuck, too. Like, mm-hmm. they picked a good month. June was a good month to have Pride in because it's like the beginning of summer. It's Gemini season the juices are flowing creatively you Mm. know that's what's up yeah exactly all right love that happy birthday to y'all niggas yes shout out um now it's time for nosy news all right the Canadian wildfire that had all of New York literally in a orangish yellow haze. Insane. What is going on with the world? Yeah, that's really the bigger point that I was wanting to make with this because it's it's literally always something. Like yeah. like whether it's political or it's environmental or you know it's just like it's like a ping pong match, you know what I mean? It's like women aren't able to police their own bodies wildfires (laughs) like (laughs) trump is getting arrested fucking uh what a bridge collapse you heard about that that bridge collapse right bridges collapsing just just just, bomb bomb threat alerts at lax yesterday oh yeah oh my god causing operations for several hours like it's just all types of shit happening here Yo, it's really crazy. But yeah, the New York, um, New York City was really looking crazy as fuck. And to think that that smoke traveled from hundreds of miles away. Yeah. All the way down, curved around. Mm -hmm. You know, that is really. I heard they even seen the little in Philly. 
Yeah, no, the, even further down in Virginia, the air quality was impacted. It wasn't as dark of a haze, but the, the like, chemical composure of the air was impacted by right, that shit. Right, Um. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Um, I was asking Chanel why she was out driving around in it, you know. I was like, girl, <laughs> get in the house. She said, oh, I have things to do. I'm like, yeah, you're just trying to be a part of history. Like, I'm weak. <laughs> She's like, this is great content. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna right. drive around. Oh my god, the air is so bad. <laughs> Please, y'all, Please. I am out here and I can cannot breathe. <laughs> oh my god, I had to wear a mask today. How right. crazy! No, um, the content creators were really irking me though. I wanted to bring that up because yeah. I saw a lot of like on TikTok, especially. They was outside cutting up. Some, you know, yeah. they was doing TikTok choreography. I'm weak with the, the bat. They're like, "Ooh, said, this would be a great backdrop." Like, yeah, like no, nah, y'all, y'all not serious. Nuts. Y'all not <laughs> so unserious. Like, y'all are not serious. That's the problem right there. Because I feel like in a real catastrophe, so many people are dying quickly. So unserious. Everyone they're go- right, so unserious. right. They're going outside and they're gonna do that same shit, and it's not gonna be good. <laughs> like, no, it's truly. Um, protect your your breathing, everyone. I think that we probably had some. We did have a couple poor air quality days here as well, but I did not wear my mask. But hopefully, you know. I, was <laughs> enough. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um. I don't know if you've heard about this. Anita Baker versus Babyface's fans were going at it online. Did you hear about this? No. For what? So it all started. I saw this like whenever, I guess maybe a month or so ago, I saw some Babyface fans complaining that he wasn't able to perform because she was running late. And because she was running so late, it was kind of like, we can't. Like, if Babyface performed, Anita won't be able to perform at all. One of those type of scenarios. So he couldn't perform. And I saw the people complaining, like, oh, my God, Anita Baker is so unprofessional. Like, Babyface was ready. Babyface was on time. Like, blah, blah, blah. They was mad then. But I was just like, hey. At that point, I was like, hey, not too much. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Not too much on my queen. Because that's really crazy (laughs) that y'all doing all that. Y'all should just be happy to be here. That's really the energy I'm giving. Like, I don't know why y'all going so hard for Babyface anyway. Right. Like, I'm weak. chill. So I didn't really hear much more about it, but I do, like, I guess maybe on Twitter I might, like, see something or whatever. But it wasn't, like, super consistent. But I guess throughout those couple next few weeks, like, Babyface fans... I don't know if there were continual perpetual issues with his performance on her tour or what it was, but like, according to Anita, the babyface fans were like verbally attacking her online, like consistently. Oh no! And you know, Miss Mamas was not having that, so babyface was promptly removed from the tour because right. this is this is. Anita's tour yeah. like she's not gonna be harassed by no fucking crazy baby face maniacs online mm-hmm. so I guess it was a little messy how it was handled because Babyface made a statement and was like I'm really shocked to be learning about this on the internet like <laughs> you know I guess she was kind of being a little petty with that but um I just have to say like y'all are all too old like what is going on to like be in 
The drama. Yeah. Like, right. To be in the drama, like, come on. It's supposed to be a really smooth R and B night. And y'all niggas is on Twitter cussing each other out, like, at age, you know, fifty five. Like, please. Right. Please. They need somebody just, to argue right. with, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> they gonna argue with each other. Right. I just found that super funny. Um, I feel like the disses were probably really ridiculous. Like, you know what, Anita, yo old ass. Right. Just like, really dated. You, you know, yeah, taking like, it way uh, back. <laughs> Like, what are the disses, really? And what were they saying to Anita to make her feel that nervous? I should probably do some more research on that. But, you know, for me, it's Anita Baker for life. So she can really do no wrong. She could be late every single time. And I'm going to turn the cheek. Mm -hmm. You know, as Jesus said, turn the cheek. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. Um, speaking speaking of fighting, Jocelyn Jocelyn yes Hernandez and Amber <laughs> Amber Rose they was fighting on TV got expelled from you know fake college for fighting and Jocelyn is really I think a maniac because she was in another fight recently. I don't know if you heard about this one. At a Floyd Mayweather boxing match, in the back, like in the you know backstage area or whatever, behind the curtain, she got into a fight with one of her cast members from like one of her zoo shows and literally beat this girl's ass. But like had her in a headlock, was like hitting her in the headlock, like attacking everyone, going up to men, smacking the shit out of them and walking off. Her eyes were like bugging out of her head. Like (laughs) (laughs) it's just the fact that you called her a maniac. And then I've got this image in my head where it's like, she's a maniac. No, I think she really is a maniac. Like, and her man, you know, he was also involved. He was like hitting one of the girls and like just basically clearing the way for Jocelyn to just come through and like, ah! <laughs> like, truly, the video is crazy. And, um, you know, I think it's cocaine. Like, I absolutely. Think it's when cocaine. you said the eyes yeah. were like this, I was like, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like she's on that cocaina. Like, yeah, she's definitely on coke. And just weeks before that fight, she had she had performed and she was like crying hysterically. She was like, this is the first time I've performed and I haven't been high. Like, you know, I'm th- in my mind, that means, you know, you must be aware and you're like maybe going on a sober journey or like, right, you know, right. really trying to figure that out. Well, baby, she was in full drug use mode this night because her ass was fighting everybody in the motherfucker, and then she ended up getting arrested. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Jocelyn just, I don't know. I don't know. I still blame every Beatrice time I look up, this. Every time I look up, she's always in a fight, in a tussle with someone. Always. Always. like, And I wonder what it's like to have built your brand on the drama. Yeah, on that that freaking angry black woman like image yeah. why would you want yeah it's, it's a lot okay here's here's the question i have if you had to either have your career built on a sex tape kim k style or on the drama love and hip-hop style which would you choose wow 
You're just really gonna give me the two evils, uh, right? Or drama? Yeah, like sex, fighting, violence, sex like... tape, or drama. I probably would go for the sex tape, honestly, because it's like that well, wasn't okay. That it, I mean, it. <laughs> I'm dead. It wasn't That's on me. It's like it wasn't on oh, me. Yeah, like true, I totally true, true. had nothing. I mean, even though you consented in making the tape, the distrib- the distribution wasn't yeah. on you. Exactly. So it's like, I feel like that's fine. Whereas like the fighting and all of that, that's like literally that's a me choice. making that's a, choice a choice to build yeah. my image around that bullshit. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Not everybody can be Cardi B, you know, Cardi B has really rebranded. Yeah. She really got up and out of that shit and really yeah. is like millionaire status because i think it's because she chose to walk away from that life that helped her you know get right is cardi millionaire status right now yeah definitely okay no definitely because they don't really you know how like they'll broadcast rihanna they'll broadcast b and j i don't think she's not she's not shit publicized like that well i don't she's not billionaire status right i know that but like like super but yeah she's definitely multi-millionaire definitely okay yeah. Like ten I think tens of millions even. Mm. Like maybe even mm, like fifty million. Yeah, with the music, all the top charts yeah, and shit. Right, 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 right. Residuals like deals. fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope she's managing it the way she should be. I mean, I I feel like she is. She seems yeah. like she's you I mean, know, she right looking looking her. after her the fam, right? You know, which is really what anybody wants to do. Um, that's really family oriented and shit like that. So definitely, that's good. Um, Trump did get arrested. I mentioned that briefly. Um, yeah, the mugshot has not dropped, and that's probably because they didn't make him take one because white entitlement. I don't mm-hmm. know, right? But he was arrested. Um, I don't know if he's out on bail. I'm assuming he's out on bail by now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what he was what he was bailed out for. But fuck that nigga. And hopefully, oh, and I saw something that he said like he's planning to run for president even if he gets convicted. The entitlement. It's wild. <laughs> it's really wild. <laughs> it's really wild. And I'ma still run. Right, right, right. And he's going to still get votes, which is also And crazy. make sure when y'all hear me say, and I'm going to still run, I got that Lil Mama pose. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to still run. <laughs> because what? People are still scratching their head and wondering why she did Why that. she did like <laughs> That was the worst idea ever. I am um, weak. Twitter says Khalees and Bill Murray are dating. Khalees and Bill Murray. I feel like I did see that somewhere. Bill Murray, maybe Bill Murray, like maybe 20 years ago, I might have been like, okay, cool. Like Khalees at her age now and Bill Murray 20 years ago, I would have been like, oh, okay, cool. But <laughs> Bill, but Bill Murray, Murray at now. His age now. <laughs> oh my God. Like. You just, just gotta ask. Super, I feel like his personality is still really funny or whatever, but like physically, like it's giving. He has not aged well, you know. He's yeah. been hard, hard on his body. You know, the white bodies can't take much as it is. Mm-hmm. So right. 
that might be cracking don't it <laughs> yeah you know you really gotta work hard to upkeep the white body yeah. so yeah. he really is just i just feel like the skin like ooh. Right. and the liver spots he seems like one that would have like liver spots Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> oh my god wow not you breaking it to the liver spots oh my god but you know exactly I, what i like yes. that visual Ooh, you know god. on the on the Ooh. older white like that's yeah <laughs> yikes yikes Kalise, what's going on man? it feels political you know it feels like it's a yeah a chess for, move? yeah it's a chess move to solidify her She's trying to get ready to sue Pharrell, so she's got to get her pieces. <laughs> right. Uh, um, okay, last but not least, Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian are pregnant. She announced her pregnancy in a very cute way. Can't even hold you. She was at the concert front row, and she held up a poster, and it said, Travis, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. And that was really how she told him, like, for real. Aw. Wow, look at them. They're just really They're moving just along. really Yeah, right. And he was with his band and stuff, so it was funny because when he goes like Travis goes off the stage to like hug her or whatever and kiss her and like everyone knows that they're so PDA. One of his bandmates was like, I have a feeling that they're gonna start making out now. I don't really know why. Like right. <laughs> it's just a, at this point it's just a running joke about how like affectionate and like crazy they are over each other. So mm-hmm. And Courtney is an older woman, you know, she's over forty and she's carrying her own baby, so you know, shout out to, I guess, fucking science. I don't know. Right. Science and the power of love. She said on the show that they weren't going to do any more IVF or anything like that. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe they just said that on the show. but Or maybe they really did get pregnant, like, just naturally, miraculously. But um, right. either way, I feel like they, they'll do... They could raise a child, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're I like, think I think that, that they're capable of doing Yeah, I think that it's going to be good. This so, is her yeah. second? No, it's her. First baby. No, it's her fourth. You know, she was the oh, first yes, one yes. having oh, babies. Oh, yes, with yeah. Scott and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. right, right, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so. That's all for nosy news. Two cents, a two cents, mm-hmm, two cents, a two cents, let me hear you now. Okay, so we're going to keep it cute and brief, but today's topic is about age gap relationships. We're mm. definitely at the age where we're full grown adults and, you know, the older you get, the more flexible you become with the age the age you're willing to date or play around with whatever so i'm just wondering like what is too much you know like at Mm. what point do we stop like what police and bill murray right i mean we just yeah (laughs) that's where we when the liver spots are involved that's when we gotta like (laughs) think twice but yeah so what's your opinion on age gap relationships do you think age really matters when it comes to love um i think that it can i think that it can matter Mm -hmm. 
you know, obviously when the age is like, okay, wait, I just want to specify with Khaleesi Bill Murray. She's 43 and he's 72. So that's like how many years? Uh, almost 30, 29, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a lifetime. I feel like mm. uh, apart from each other. That's mm. that's literally like you and your mom, right? No, well, not you and your mom because your mom's kind of young. Me and my mom, mm-hmm. we're are probably about a little over thirty years apart. So it's just like when I think about dating someone my mom's age, like if my mom was a man, you know, we'll just use her exact personality, everything I know about my mom. If I was dating a man at that age, I feel like it would be a struggle for me because there are certain things that that person is not willing to, like, learn or change or, like, you know, really become flexible at or have understanding about or feel like they're discovering. You know, a lot of people at that age, starting at that age and older, feel like they know every fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that I think would be kind of a issue for me for like a super age gap like that. You know, it would have to be like a super unique person that like is so spry and childlike that like right that's (laughs) something that it's something about them you know right 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 it's just so much to consider i think about the health piece too you know it's like the mortality rate it seems like you're closer to yeah to natural right the natural way it's supposed to go exactly and that's another thought for me you know and becoming the caretaker you know what I mean then assuming the responsibility of like helping you know care care, a long-term caretaker is basically like helping you die like eventually you know what I mean like that sounds super morbid but like you know when when it gets to a point where it's just like you need a caretaker full-time like it's because you're losing your own capabilities to do these things like that's basically right so I think like that kind of, um, you know, that's a big commitment that you're making. Right. Um, But of course we're talking about super age gaps. What about an age gap of like 10 years? 10 years. I don't think that that's too bad. I mean, the age gap between my grandparents is, is it a lot? Mm, It's not too crazy. It's more like four or five, but my parents um, is six. My parents is six, and I always felt like that seems that seems right. Like who's, that seems who's the elder the older one? My dad is older. Okay, and you know it's crazy because it always feels like the guy should be older if we're like thinking about like which is sick to like say out loud, right, but like right. it's just always seemed like that's what I seen more of. Agreed. And, and like with the women who date older, uh, younger men, I feel like I've seen that more now as it like at my age looking at other women i'm like oh okay like i see you know friends moms dating like younger um, guys guys that are their kids age 
Oh, yeah, true. And that is still so scandalous when you really, I mean, it's not so scandalous as much anymore, but, like, that was a major taboo. Like, an older woman dating a younger man, it's like she's, you know, she's manipulative, she's controlling, like, she's all these, like, kind of sinister things where it's like, it seems like if a relationship where a younger woman is dating an older man, as long as it continues to work, it's like, oh, well, we can get used to that. And that's just oh, that's just like how they like it just works for them or whatever. Like we're willing to accept that more. Whereas with a woman dating a younger man, it's like that's her boy toy or like the man is just like a kept boy or, you know, all these things. It's like I feel like the the stigma is so much more negative for women. I mean, this is not. This is obviously not a new <laughs> idea. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just but, what we've grew up on and what we yeah, know. Like, right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So that is. It's like with mm. the men, it feels more like, oh, this is like security. You know, dating yeah. the older man is. Uh, I, I'm get there's st- I'm stabilizing myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to take it even lower than that real quick and mm. just say, like, what about like I think about my first boyfriend in high school, you know, I was like 14 going on 15 and he was 18, mm-hmm. you know, like. Yeah. And at that the was time, so attractive time, at I that felt, age. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Like I, I think like the re- the crux of it kind of kicked off when I was fifteen. Not that that really. I feel like fourteen to fifteen is not that big of a jump, but, um, I feel like at the time it seemed not crazy. It was just like you know, a sophomore dating a college like bound guy or like college freshman or whatever like it just kind of seemed like I was into older boys like that was kind of accepted but now as an adult when I look back at that I just think about the fact that he and I really were different like where I was when I turned 18 versus looking back at myself at 15 like I was very like naive and just immature and just you know like very susceptible to anything like Mm -hmm. even to this day some of the things he told me I think back like I just I just believed him because like I was 15 like you know what I mean so it's just kind of like that I think is inappropriate I don't know now that I'm getting older I feel like that's kind of inappropriate it's just crazy though because that age range like who's really thinking about that that you don't really start to consider like oh my gosh like that's actually not cool until you're older which is why it makes sense that parents get so like crazy you know when they see something like that happening but it's just kind of like as an 18 year old he just left senior year of like high school um still like wet behind his ears in a way too but I also understand like the place that you are at 15 and 18 are definitely like two different places so much happens in that like three-year period that's right yeah it's just I don't know it's tricky the age thing is really tricky Mm-hmm. You always dated boys around your age. I and, did. I never really but, had. But like, what 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 did you think about the girls that did date like the older boys? Like what was just your assumption? Uh honestly it was pretty much the same as like um my assumption like the same way same thoughts I had about like girls who 
would always get like flued out somewhere and just splurge like all that stuff it was just the same thing like that's really I guess that's not my bag like and my assumption really was just that I didn't think anything of it you know I wasn't really like analyzing it too much I'm like wow like somehow you you got an older one that was really (laughs) the most that I thought about it but I thought that they were like cool but but definitely when I got like when I was in senior year, for example, when I was a senior and there was a girl that was dating one of my senior friends, a freshman or whatever that was dating. We just looked at them as like lost puppies. But when I was that girl, I was like, I'm cool. Mm, right. Even that kind of like maturity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is so Cuz you're over here like, "Oh, he's picking me up in his car." Yeah, exactly. From high school. He drove a Charger what and that's when Chargers at thing. first came out. Yeah. Oh my god. He was picking me up after school. Like we were he would pick me up from my house and like we would literally go to the car wash, like the kind you drive through and like make out inside of the car wash and I was just like this is so hot like this Mm, is I'm just like an adult like yeah I never had that exposure like in high school sometimes I wish I did it was like I guess that's just you know suburbia versus the for sure suburbia yeah yeah well I don't know I feel like now for me as far as age gaps go I'm good like I think you know I guess like five to 10, you know what I mean? Like that's really the age range, the age gap range that I'm comfortable with. I've never met someone more than 10 years older than me that I like really could view in that way. So, yeah. Yeah. So we pretty much targeted all the questions, uh, in, you know, this topic, except for one. So uh, do you do we see this type of relationship portrayed in pop culture? Actually, we covered that, too, because we talked about Khalees and yeah. Bill Murray. But like, who yeah, else right. like has a deep gap between, you know, Um, I think George Clooney and his wife have a big age gap. Actually, I don't know how old Amal is now that I say that. She's pretty, though. She looks young. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, remember Tyga and Kylie? Right, yeah. That was controversial. How, how, what was the age gap for that? Like seven, five years or what? Let me see, let me see. It was controversial Kylie. because she was under 18 when they even started yeah, dating, right? Like, Yeah, I think so. Um, The former was, wait. This says that he was 21 and she was 14. What? Okay, but Tyga, you know. Oh, that's when they were first linked. (laughs) But how old was Kylie when she was? She was 17 Mm. and he was 24. Yeah. That 17 age is such a tricky one, right? 17, 18, because you're on your way to like. Right. At 24, honestly, like. You're still childish as fuck at 24, I feel like. Right. But that was still scandalous because she was definitely under 18. He was an adult man. And they was probably definitely fucking, like, let's be honest. Right. Mm. And her parents knew about it because Tiger was going on family vacations with them and shit. So that's also kind of 
interessante. Right. Um, wow. Who else? Who's another, like, working age gap? Uh... Um, I can't think. How B and J. Yeah, I was gonna say they are age gap. Yeah. B and J for real. (laughs) Yeah. Um definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, George Clooney Animal, that is one. I'm looking on a list at this point. Uh I think that it could work. Yeah. It could work for the right people, you know? Right. The next part of that question was is it accurate or do they perpetuate stereotypes? You know, kind of like what we were talking about earlier with those stereotypes of being too like old and gray and maybe about to mm-hmm. die or yeah, <laughs> not die. But that was I think about, um, you don't know this reference, but off the real housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica Girardi and her husband, Tom Girardi, they were like 30 plus years apart and according to Erica, he started to like lose his um, like kind of Alzheimer's vibes, I guess. And he was getting disoriented and stuff like that. But she was trying to keep it a secret because he had like a very big reputation and like a high profile lawyer Aww. and this and that. And that to me sounds stressful as fuck, honestly. Yeah. Like, that would not be i would be sitting every day like wow are these fucking birkins gonna keep me warm tonight because my life is a shell of what it once was like it's reminding me a lot of that queen charlotte show and i mean yeah oh my gosh caretaking and she was caretaking from day one yes Yes. Oh my God. Shout out to all the fucking caretakers out there. We see caretaker you. Caretaker partners. Caretaker partners. Caretaker partners. Yeah. We see you. We see you. And it's not an easy fight. Like the, the fight is always the fight. So, yeah, right. You know. That's just the fight is the, the, the fight is the fight. Woo. Yeah. Yes. That's wild. You know, yeah. but it's like they are fulfilling their marital duties the through thick, through thin, the sickness and in health. It's really a thing. It just sucks when it has to happen like so early on where you can't really enjoy the fruits of like marriage and what like love is. I honestly want to love somebody so much that I want to take care of their ass. Cause I have not met that nigga yet. Like ain't there's no ex that I've had that I've been like, I would literally take care of you come hell or high water. I have, I am weak. I I haven't felt that. (laughs) I have not felt that. I am looking for that kind of love. Where the caretaker love at? Where the caretaker love at? Call (laughs) me. Have these niggas, I'm going to be like, listen, you're going to have to call your mama because I'm out of here, baby. I cannot make that commitment. Uh-uh. Right. Um. All right. Well, I guess we're going to wrap it here. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for that caretaker love, baby. <laughs> right. Ended on that note. Slot in our DMs. We're always right. accepting. Yes. <laughs> you know where to find us, at Sign Me Up Podcast. Shoot us an email, signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. I'm at Sydney Poppins too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast signing out. <laughs>